The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Welcome to AM Springfield with Sam Adonia, Greg Hallbleib, and Paul Packelhofer. Local news updates, weather from News Channel 20, and your calls at 529-1450. Now, here's Sam, Greg, and Paul. This is AM Springfield on Sports Radio 92.3 FM, 1450 AM, and the Sports Radio 1450 mobile app. Seven minutes after the hour of 6 o'clock a.m. Springfield for a Thursday, February the 16th. I'm Paul Packelhofer, all alone in the green Audi studio. Sabadonia, Greg Hall live on assignment, but we do have uh, we do have Greg this morning. Greg Hall live, where are you this morning? Where are you this morning, Mr. Hall live? I am in Cedar Falls, Iowa. So, yes, and it's, uh, by the way, not warm. It is uh, the last uh, thing from warm, as a matter of fact, up here. Now, um, I, we were supposed to get about eight, four to eight inches of snow, and uh, we didn't get, like, anything. So I don't know what's going on. We were supposed, we were supposed to have had it by, uh, you know, but I mean, by now, anyway, we were supposed to get it in the overnight hours, and we don't have a thing. So I don't know what's going on with this storm track. Uh, and they were kind of warning us, the meteorologists. I mean, they warned us in in uh, central Illinois and in the Springfield area, too. They said, you know, we don't really know which way this is going to track. If it goes a little farther north, then the warmer air is going to be farther south. But, I mean, if you miss it up here in Cedar Falls, Iowa, then I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're going to get something later, but I'm not arguing either. So, Well, believe it or not, Greg, we had a, a thunderstorm roll through this morning. <laughs> I can't. It's About four wild. o'clock. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sitting in here compiling things, and I thought, "Is that thunder?" And heard it several <laughs> more times. Yes, we had a thunderstorm roll through. We had some heavy rain for maybe twenty minutes to a half hour. But yeah, a thunderstorm in February. I can't remember the last time we had one of those. Isn't that wild? I tell you, I go figure weather, especially go figure weather in February in the Midwest. But ay ay ay. Hey, uh, we do have a few things to talk about, believe it or not, this morning. And by the way, 217-529-1450 is the telephone number to call. And Paulie's going to hold down the fort for the most part. I'm just going to step in for the newscasts uh, at the top and the bottom of the hour again. But Paulie's going to hold down the fort because this is District 186 Day. And I just love this day. I'm not going to be able to be there in person. And I'm, by the way, I'm up here with... Illinois State women's basketball. It's a huge trip up here. Tonight, it's uh, the two teams that are tied for first place in the Missouri Valley Conference, uh, UNI and Illinois State, and they're playing tonight. So, And UNI is here. not an easy place to play. 
Oh, no, it never is. And this is going to be a great game. And if you get a chance to uh, maybe tune in this evening, I know we have a boys game tonight. Uh, let's see. We have SHG Glenwood tonight. Is that right? That is Does correct. 640 serve? with the pregame. So that, I believe, is uh, Tim and Roop. We'll have that one from uh, the Glenwood gym. Uh, yeah, that's at Chatham then. So that's uh, they'll be courtside at Chatham opposite the benches in our usual location there. A great look to see the game. So, yeah, anyway, so that'll be our game. But uh, I have uh, our game tips at 6 o'clock tonight up here at the McLeod Center at uh, UNI. And uh, it's going to be a big one. So if you get a chance to follow along, just uh, you're always welcome to do so. You can always do it through the Illinois State app. But, no, just uh, uh, we'll keep you posted on things when I get back on Monday. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to take my uh, holiday and uh, – Tomorrow, Steve Bridge is going to handle things anyway with uh, the the Springfield Area Home Builders Association. Uh, it's the home show this weekend at the Bank of Springfield Center. So Steve's going to take care of the show tomorrow and a lot of guests tomorrow in the lobby there at the BOS Center. But today, it's District 186 Day, and I know you're going to play traffic cop because... Uh, Superintendent Jennifer Gill and uh, Rachel Dice and uh, all sorts of other people are going to be floating in and out all morning long about activities that are taking place in District 186. And it's uh, it's always one of my favorite days, especially when Sammy's gone. And uh, I we must have lost uh, Mr. Hobleib. Um, anyway, that SHG Glenwood game is at SHG this evening. So, uh, while we try to make connections with, uh, with Greg again, we'll go ahead and, uh, go to the phone. Good morning, Tommy. How are you? Hey, what do you say, Paulie? Not much. What's going on this morning, Tom? I know February's flying by and then that's good. February's a yes. short month. Thank goodness. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Tommy. Were you in court yesterday? I was, and uh, I'll tell you what, remarkably, uh, the trial started Tuesday, and it was over Wednesday at noon. Three hours mo- Tuesday morning, two, three hours Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon, and then two hours on Wednesday. That's an eight-hour murder trial. You know, I've seen murder trials, Paulie, where it took eight hours just to pick the jury. Yes, yes. And here the whole trial is over. A record time to come to trial and a record speedy trial and, not, and guilty on every charge. And, totally convicted on every count. And Nine she's going to be sentenced in, sentenced in April. I'll tell you what, uh, 50 years. If, if she gets 50 years, I would not be surprised. It's a shocking, horrendous, brutal crime that took the life of a very young man and almost took the life of another very young man over absolutely nothing. I don't know if it was rage, murderous intent, uh, evil. You know, you can, you can chalk it up to a lot of stuff. But uh, carrying a knife and using it and, and taking the life of a young man, I mean, uh, the 50-year sentence, I think, would be she's facing 27 to 90 if she's given the maximum on all counts. And uh, a 50-year sentence would not be surprising and I think would be pretty appropriate in this case. I would agree, Tom. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, there's some stuff that... That you just you think lock up and throw the key away, and uh, I, I and that's even taking her young age into account. But this 
this was not the crime of a child. This was not the crime of a juvenile. I believe that's why it was. It so shocked the community. I believe that's why it was transferred to adult court, which it was. And uh, she had an open, fair trial with with reasonable defense, and she tried to raise a reasonable defense, and she had none. This was indefensible. And uh, that's why you saw after two hours, the judge returned a verdict at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when the trial only started the day before, and it was all over but the crying. And uh, so I believe that a harsh sentence, I, I, I'm just, again, I, I assert without a shred of proof that I believe she'll get a very harsh sentence, and a very deservedly so. And Judge Cadigan uh, scheduled sentencing for April 19th. So we'll see what Judge Cadigan decides uh, on April 19th, Tommy. Um, and uh, I, I hope the community and, and the, certainly the people that, that lost loved one and uh, are going to lose her, I hope that they find some kind of peace. Uh, I don't know what's going on with, with the youth, but, uh, I, you know, sometimes I shake my head. I've, I've attended now probably, it's probably getting close to 100 murder trials, and, and uh, we have several murder trials coming up. We have a triple murder that happened on 10th Street. We have a double murder that happened south of town. Uh, we have uh, several other single murders, including the shocking death of an 80-year-old tavern owner who was a wonderful guy and loved in his community. So we have, we have many more homicide cases to be tried in this county, and uh, this one was one of the most shocking, I do believe. But uh, I think a just conclusion, and I hope a harsh sentence, and I, I think the community would agree with that. Tommy, as always, thanks for the update. Paulie, it's always a pleasure. I hope everybody's doing good, and uh, enjoy the rest of your February. Thanks. You too, Tommy. I believe Greg Hoblive has rejoined us. I am here. Yep, I don't know. Sorry about the connections in beautiful uh, Frostbite Falls, but uh, I, I think we're back. So, yeah, that, I'm. Uh, Tommy was mentioning the case, and... Uh, just the, the, even the detail that Stephen Spurry wrote in the State Journal Register, it was, uh, just kinda, you wondered if more information about this case would come out. And it just doesn't seem, I mean, the defense was pleading self-defense, uh, was the, the argument that it was based upon. Uh, what I understand from Steve's story is that the, she, uh, testified that she did not know Pierre Scott Jr., the, the victim, or the other young man who was also stabbed. Uh, she testified that she did not know them, but she also said that this was a self-defense because there apparently was a beef between their younger brothers. In other words, her younger brother and Scott's younger brother. But, uh, yeah, there's more details in the State Journal Register. But, it, uh, you know, I think that some of the details that we thought we might hear in some of this might have been lacking. It's just, uh, it is it is quite the case. And the sentencing is April 13th. And as uh, Tommy mentioned, that is correct. She faces between 27 and 90 years in prison. She was tried as an adult, and uh, I'll be honest, I was a little surprised at the quick uh, nature of the trial. You know, a murder trial just doesn't usually last only two days. You know, that's usually three to four, if not longer. And uh, uh, so Judge Cadigan uh, came up with the verdict uh, fairly quickly, and uh, I guess now we'll see. It's a tragedy all the way around, obviously, but We'll continue to follow the story uh, as best we can. Hey, uh, Paulie, before we break, I do have something else that uh, I didn't include in the newscasts today, but 
uh, did want to talk about because this came out yesterday from uh, a bunch of entities, and it's just an update more or less, and we'll probably get a chance to talk a little bit more about this maybe in our next 10 update. We had one scheduled for Monday, but that's a holiday, and so... Um, we might, uh, we might get to that next month when uh, we talk to John Stremsterfer of the Community Foundation of the Land of Lincoln. But anyway, this was from the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance, Downtown Springfield Inc., the Community Foundation for the Land of Lincoln and the City of Springfield. And there is a master plan. There is a Downtown Springfield master plan. And I believe we've alluded to this in the past. And, uh, the Downtown Springfield master plan Progress got a big push uh, announced yesterday thanks to a $150,000 grant to the city of Springfield, uh, along with a new initiative to gain community involvement on the project. It's the, the Downtown Springfield and Middle Illinois Medical District Master Plan. It's a, a joint uh, project with all those people that I mentioned earlier, as well as the Middle Illinois Medical District and is a blueprint for the area's strategic growth used to guide future land use and development, transportation and parking, pedestrian mobility, and streetscape improvements. And remember, when Tim McInerney was in yesterday, we had uh, State Representative Ryan Spain of Peoria talk about their downtown revitalization in the city of Peoria and what they've been able to do. And uh, it's... The city of Springfield, well, it's all of the stakeholders in downtown Springfield are forming this master plan. So um, it's it's a, a pretty interesting thing. But the $150,000 grant has been provided to uh, do just that. It's uh, it's by the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity. Uh, and Springfield was one of just seven cities in Illinois to receive the full grant allocation. Uh, the final plan will identify housing gaps, urban development goals, and plans for increased arts and culture in the area. And I'm just reading from the release. The plan will also outline a district management strategy that can be utilized for years to come. The planning process started last summer, and I do uh, recall that we just told you that it was going to be in the works. It is scheduled to conclude this summer, and they're calling for participation. And the current call for participation associated with the website launch is the first of several opportunities for public input planned throughout the year. And you can find more information at springfieldmasterplan.com. So that's springfieldmasterplan.com. So go check that out. It's got apparently some uh, uh, opportunities for you to provide input. And goodness knows that input can cover anything, even from my beloved stoplights. Uh, parking is always a big deal. Some things that you'd like to see maybe for some vacant territories and the like. And it's there's an online questionnaire and also a schedule of community meetings that will be up there as well. And uh, even uh, what is uh, what they call map social, where you can map issues and opportunities within Springfield. So anyway, this is... Um, it's actually a pretty cool website, as I had a chance even just before we got started here to, uh, you know, take a look at this. So, springfieldmasterplan.com. It's worthy of, uh, 
you checking out, and I know we're going to get representatives to talk about this, and I have a feeling that'll probably be our next 10 update when we uh, get to that. Usually it's the third Monday of March or the, each month, and John Stremsterfer and uh, usually a special guest. I suppose we'll be talking about that. If not, we'll make it a point to uh, maybe bring some of those stakeholders in and talk a little bit more about the master plan once uh, Sammy returns from the high seas. So springfieldmasterplan.com. Go check that out. And again, the state grant of $150,000 is going to continue to help to facilitate that. So that's my latest, Polly, here from Cedar Falls, although it's not warm. Yeah, it's uh, 34 here. Uh, I was looking at the extended forecast because it's going to be a little... A little nippy here in the next couple of days. We're looking at a high of 41 today with winds gusting to 30 out of the northwest. And uh, Friday, uh, 31 for a high. Then Saturday, 50. Sunday, 55. Both sun- sunny both days. So once we get past this little cold um, spell, it's unseasonably warm temperatures for the month of February. Yeah. So, you know, it's February. You know, what are we going to do? Hey, um, we also, and we'll kind of touch on this kind of, I won't say gloss over, that's not really it, but uh, there's much detail out of the budget address from yesterday from Governor uh, J.B. Pritzker. There are, a lot of his focus came on education and also efforts to combat poverty uh, our friends at Capital News Illinois partner with us on our state stories, and they kind of uh, had a very, very nice primer for us to talk about some of the highlights and some of the main points of Governor Pritzker's State of the State and Budget Address, which have been combined in recent years, and the governor did so yesterday. Uh, it was a $49.6 billion spending plan for the upcoming fiscal year that he proposes which calls for significant new spending in early childhood education and efforts to combat homelessness, among other areas. And uh, his proposed budget appeared to signal a transition to a post-COVID kind of normalcy. And again, education, health care, social services, um, and the like. And uh, some of the things that um, are the signature uh, of his plan include a uh, multi-year plan called Smart Start. It aims to expand child care services and make preschool available to every three- and four-year-old in Illinois whose parents or guardians seek it over the next four years. And this begins with a $250 million appropriation in the upcoming fiscal year, and that would add 5,000 preschool spots in the upcoming year, according to the governor. And that would be the first in a four-year plan to increase those seats by 20,000 and the quarter million dollar proposal would also stabilize funding for child care services and what that would do would uh, help boost workers salaries and increase funding for early intervention services and home visits to reach families in need the plan also calls for spending a 100 million dollars from the rebuild illinois capital improvement program to build and upgrade child care buildings and facilities uh, the governor also proposed $350 million increase in evidence-based funding for K-12 through education, which is the minimum year-over-year increase required under the 2017 law that overhauled school finance in Illinois. So it's an uh, interesting day that the governor talked a lot about education, but uh, here we have District 186 coming in. Uh, last year, and I know we're due for a break, Paulie, and I know we're going to get the District 186 people started right away at 6:30 because we.
we don't want to we want to make sure we have plenty of time for each one of those segments but he also talked about uh college education he wants to make college education free for people who meet certain income guidelines and there's some aspects of it there he also proposed 50 million dollars increases in services for people experiencing homelessness and then, of course, he spoke about social and political issues in the state. Republicans say spending new programs is dangerous at this time because if the revenues drop off, that will mean either stop spending for those programs or it'll mean a tax increase to continue to fund them. All right, Polly, I think I'm going to back over to you here from Cedar Falls because District 186, I know, is there. And Jennifer Gill, uh, I love this day, and I hope folks... Uh, with us because this 86 is doing a lot of really cool things and i know we're going to highlight them all morning long and uh we just saw the schedule it's a it's a big one they've got uh, their usual great day plans so i'm going to turn things back over to you and jennifer gill and everybody from 186 and i'll step in on the news here in just a little bit i appreciate it uh greg we'll take the break and uh, we'll be back for news following these messages on am springfield Are you ready to choose your future? Get hands-on training from Midwest Technical Institute and take off in a new career in as little as nine months. Are you ready? We are. Choose your future. Change your life. MidwestTech.edu. When you need cash fast and right away, get it free across the USA. Free ATMs and so much more. Go to HCU.org. Landmark for a lifetime. You've heard of it, but what is it? It's an all-new lifetime warranty on new and pre-owned vehicles at Landmark. This nationwide coverage allows you to get your car work done anywhere by any ASE certified technician. The cost of living keeps increasing, but this remarkable vehicle protection keeps you covered and unaffected by price increases in labor and parts. Now that's peace of mind. Get all the information on Landmark for a lifetime at any Landmark Auto Group location. Hi, I'm Misty Busher, and I'm running for Springfield Mayor. My goal is to bring new leadership for a better Springfield, and that means rolling up my sleeves and hitting the ground running to make sure things get accomplished. I will work hard to bring much-needed change for economic development, job growth, infrastructure, homelessness, and beautification of our city. These are just a few of the issues I'm focused on. I'm here to fight for Springfield and to bring changes to benefit every resident. I ask for your vote as Mayor of Springfield. Please vote Misty Busher. Paid for by Friends of Misty Busher. Do-it-yourself ordering kiosks now inside Head West mean getting your sub faster. I don't want the same old thing. I got a craving for a Head West Browning today. Yeah! Order your sub from the new Head West in-store kiosks and you get a free brownie. Free brownie! I don't want the same old thing. I got a craving for a Head West Browning today. Ducks Unlimited presents Central Illinois 60 Gun Frenzy Super Raffle. Saturday, February 18th at the Orr Building, Illinois State Fairgrounds. Tickets.
tickets are $25 each and are available at Farm and Home Stores and Westwoods Lodge. Tickets must be purchased in advance. First winners selected at noon with one gun given away every four minutes with the last gun winner drawn at 4 p.m. You can also win a Tracker ATV, the Springfield Firearm Frenzy, sponsored by Farm and Home, the Boat Dock, and Westwoods Lodge. Visit ILDUFrenzy.org for more details. The Illinois Product Expo is back Saturday, March 4th, 10 till 5, and Sunday, March 5th from 10 till 3 at the Ore Building, located on the Illinois State Fairgrounds. The expo has brought Illinois food companies and consumers together for 24 years. Sample new products, relax in the Illinois Wine Garden, and stock up on your longtime favorites. Admission is just $5. Children 10 and under are free. Sponsored by the Illinois Department of Agriculture, Illinois Farm Bureau, Illinois Wine, Hy-Vee, Harvest Market, Prairie Farm, Taraski Meats, and Illinois FFA. Visit Illinois Product Expo. Expo.com for details. It is 34 degrees in the capital city. We had a thunderstorm pass through a couple of hours ago in central Illinois. It's 630. I'm Greg Hallbleib, Sports Radio 92.3 FM, 1450 AM with this news update. Top stories in the State Journal register. A 16-year-old Springfield girl has been found guilty of first-degree murder and other charges in connection with a fatal stabbing outside of Lanphier High School in November 2021. Chief Circuit Judge Ryan Cadigan announced the verdict Wednesday after a two-day bench trial of Kamisha Bias, who was charged as an adult in the stabbing death of Lanphier High School senior Pierre Scott Jr. and the wounding of another student. Sentencing is scheduled for April 19th. Bias faces from 27 to 90 years in prison. Governor J.B. Pritzker on Wednesday laid out a $49.6 billion spending plan for the upcoming fiscal year and calls for significant new spending for early childhood education and efforts to combat homelessness, among other areas. And the governor also claimed credit for putting the state back on more secure financial footing. The signature program is the Smart Start proposal for child care service expansion and making preschool available to every three- and four-year-old in Illinois as parents or guardians seek it over the next four years. And Republicans warned implementing new programs could inevitably lead to a fiscal cliff if the economy turns or Illinois' finances deteriorate, leaving the state with two options, cut off that spending or raise taxes to support it. And a 19-year-old man was arrested on drug and weapons charges Monday night on Witch Hazel Drive. That's on Springfield's east side. Police found... Uh, a loaded AK-47 style pistol on the ground after receiving a report and obtained a search warrant later finding a pistol, a rifle, 11 grams of cocaine and 53 grams of methamphetamine. 19-year-old Corice Warrior is in the Sangamon County Jail pending formal charges. Bond is set at $100,000. Let's take a look now at the News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. And on the weather desks this morning is meteorologist Sarah Converse. Rain overspreads the region this morning with highs in the upper 30s. Temperatures begin to drop tonight with the precipitation switching over into light snow. Little to no accumulation is expected. Overnight lows will plunge near 20 degrees. Clouds clear out for Friday with mostly sunny skies. Highs will be colder in the low 30s. Temperatures will be improving for the weekend with highs back in the 50s. With your Storm Team forecast, I'm meteorologist Sarah Converse. Need a super duty pickup? At Bob Riding's Truck Farm, we have a sharp 2020 Red F350 Crew Cab. It just arrived in Taylorville. Online at BobRidings.com. <laughs> 
Planning to build a new home? Looking to remodel or make some repairs? Gather new ideas, talk to local experts, and find solutions at the Springfield Area Home Builders Association's Home Expo, February 17th, 18th, and 19th at the BOS Center. Plus, on Friday, everyone 65 and older will receive a $1 discount sponsored by Baraski Builders. Saturday is Heroes Day, sponsored by Staff Carpet. Firefighters, police, and military receive $1 off. And on Sunday, all educators receive $1 off admission, sponsored by Zen Construction. And don't forget, Everyday Children 12 and under are free, brought to you by Midwest Garage Door Company. And be sure to check out the Lego contest for kids ages 5 to 12 in our new kids construction zone. Head over to our website at builderevents.com for all the Home Expo details. It's the Springfield Area Home Builders Association's Home Expo, February 17th, 18th, and 19th at the BOS Center. Look for the official Home Expo guide on builderevents.com. That's builderevents.com. You can tell it's from the trail, the trail jewelers. You can tell it's from the trail. You can tell it's from the trail, the trail jewelers. If you want the best jewelry, the best customer experience, there's no need to shop around. There's only one place to go, Latrell Jewelers. Latrell Jewelers is the top-rate jewelry store in Springfield. And thanks to our amazing customers and their online reviews, the number one jeweler is Latrell Jewelers. Latrell Jewelers. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Good morning. In sports NBA, the Chicago Bulls squandered a 24-point first quarter lead and fell on the road to the Indiana Pacers, 117-113. Bulls have lost five straight. They return home to host the Milwaukee Bucks tonight at United Center. In National Hockey League play last night in Canada, the Toronto Maple Leafs down the Chicago Blackhawks 5-2. Chicago has dropped five of their last six games. Meanwhile, the St. Louis Blues host the New Jersey Devils tonight. New Jersey has won seven of the last ten. St. Louis has won two straight. They'll drop the puck just after 8 o'clock down at Enterprise Center. In auto racing, Alex Bowman has the pole position for this Sunday's running of the Daytona 500. Bowman qualified with a top speed of 181.686 miles per hour. Kyle Larson, his teammate, will start alongside in the front row. The remainder of the field will be filled by the two 60-lap qualifying races tonight. Boys High School basketball this evening. Sacred Heart Griffin will host Glenwood. We'll have a broadcast from Bell's Gym beginning with the pregame show at 640. That's a look at sports. I'm Paul Packelhofer. Writings Plumbing is proud to be your first call when you need a plumbing professional. Thank you, Springfield, for trusting us to take care of your plumbing, sewer, and drain cleaning needs for the past 25 years and counting. 
With more than 150 years of combined experience, Ridings Plumbing is always ready to serve you when a plumbing issue arises. So when that happens, give us a call 24 hours a day. Ridings Plumbing, we're on the way. 544-6890. At the American Legion Post 32 on Sangamon Avenue, you can expect great food, great friends, and the best gaming room in Springfield, where you can win big with hot slots from Prairie State Gaming. The Mess Hall Restaurant is open for lunch Monday through Friday and dinner Monday through Saturday. Fried chicken Thursdays, fish on Friday, and just added, slow-roasted prime rib on Saturday nights. The American Legion Post 32 on Sangamon Avenue, right across from the fairgrounds. Open to the public seven days a week. Add more convenience to your busy day with a new garage door opener from Midwest Garage Door Company. Able to withstand years of use, LiftMaster systems are ultra quiet and available with top-of-the-line accessories like built-in Wi-Fi, allowing you to open and close your door from your smartphone or computer. Some LiftMaster models are also equipped with battery backup. We offer a wide array of garage doors and LiftMaster models with professional installation from our trained technicians. Call Midwest Garage Door Company at 625-4033 or visit MidwestGarageDoor.com. The Trade and Save sales event is going on now at Friendly Chevrolet in Honda, Illinois. We want your trade and we'll pay top dollar. Trade in any make or model and receive $2,000 over Kelly Blue Book average trade-in. That's right. You'll get an extra $2,000. Trade in any make or model. We want them all. Hurry into Friendly Chevrolet in Honda, Illinois. Prairie Crossing, Springfield. In a world where everything can be delivered to your doorstep tomorrow, there is a local company ready to make it happen today. Need your office mail picked up from your post office box? Need your grandma's prescription delivered now, not tomorrow? Do you need papers filed at the courthouse? You name it, Nixmore will do it. Nixmore delivery employees are TSA certified, completely reliable, and confidential. Nixmore Transport is your source for rapid and reliable delivery. Expect more with Nixmore. Go to nixmore.com. N-I-X. MOR.com. It's the February Steely Deal Auction. Bid and buy on merchandise from your favorite Springfield retailers and restaurants. Join Paul Packahall for Saturday morning, 9 till 11 on Sports Radio 923 FM, 1450 AM, and the Sports Radio 1450 mobile app. It is 20 minutes before the hour of 7 o'clock on AM Springfield on this Thursday morning. Let's say good morning to Matt Brewer from Stephen Kelly Law Offices. Matt, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Continuing with what you talked about last week about repetitive injuries, uh, what else you want to cover this morning about those repetitive injuries? Yeah, when we talked last week, I was kind of in the process of heading my way up to Rock Island for a trial. Um, and I had, because we, we typically talk about, you know, upper extremity cases, the hands, the elbows, and the wrists are usually what people think about when, you know, we have repetitive trauma cases. And my trial last week was. A gentleman who worked in the trades, uh, he poured concrete, so he'd be on his knees all day, every day, for years and years. And we brought a repetitive trauma knee injury claim. And at the conclusion of the evidence, uh, the arbitrator brought the attorneys up and kind of had a discussion after the trial had been closed and basically had explained to us that he said that the case will be compensable. So just kind of another example of sort of thinking outside the box. You know, repetitive trauma injuries can come in a variety of different forms, not just your hands and arms. Uh, they can be knees. I've got a gentleman who's had a couple of low back surgeries that have been paid for by the insurance company on a separate repetitive trauma uh, spine case. I've got shoulder cases. 
So there's all different types of cases, and there's all different types of issues, obviously, that come up in these claims. And that's why I harp on it every time I, I can, that if you have questions, please give me a call. It doesn't cost anything to talk to me, and I'm happy to answer any questions. And, again, if I can't help you, I'll find somebody who can. And I'm thinking as you're talking about uh, down on your knees, I'm thinking of carpet layers and people that lay floor tile. I mean, that that even though you've got knee pads, that, that that's hard on your knees and back, and it takes us time over time. That's exactly right, and that's a lot of what we discussed, you know, on my client's direct testimony at trial is, you know, some of the mitigating aspects of, you know, of that job, you know, whether it's knee pads or whether it's a board or whether it's, you know, trying to have one leg up and one leg down, and there's all the different modalities that they've tried to use, but still at the end of the day, when you're when you're working that hard, and I know a lot of the, the men and women in the trades are working extraordinarily hard, it just, you're going to break down over time, and, you know, in that situation, you've you, you very well may have a workers' compensation case. And if you think you do, give me a call because I can help you out. Matt, how can they get a hold of you? Yes, sir. Phone number here in Springfield is 217-544-8000. Anybody can just uh, stop by. We take walk-ins at our office in Springfield at 2509 West Isles, or you can look us up at stephenkellylaw.com. Matt Brewer, Stephen Kelly Law Offices, thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Thank you. AM Springfield continues. Guest host today, District 186 School Superintendent Jennifer Gill. Jennifer, I haven't seen you since the city tournament. Hey, yeah, I know. It was a great, great time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Four days of basketball. It's the best ever. We see just about everybody in the community, Mm -hmm. and they're all excited to be back and kind of in a normal city tournament. We had some good competition. Big hats off to SHG for their victories this year, but... uh, we came out and had some really close games and gave the fans a lot of fun. And the kids, yeah. had, a and the kids had a great spirit. time, it looked like, yes. yeah, Amazing. So Amazing. I'm going to turn everything over to you because you've got a room full of guests. Yeah, well, thanks for letting District 186 do a takeover today and Our share pleasure. some uh, great things that we have going on. I think one thing that is front and center in all the minds of, of people today are teacher shortages and administrative shortages and, and what we're doing to serve our kids and their academic needs as well as their social-emotional uh, learning needs in a landscape that's changed a lot on us in the last five years. So we have some guests today that we'll kind of walk through. We'll also get some highlights from Lanphier High School. Uh, Drove past there yesterday, Jennifer. Oh, it is. It's something else, isn't Oh, it's, it's unreal. It? When you stand in that gym, you feel kind of, well, I always feel small and insignificant, but <laughs> it, it really made me feel small. And I had a great tour the other day with the O'Shea guys, and they'll be in a little bit later today, and we'll have our student board member with us today and let her share some of the things that she's passionate about and that she's worked on with the board. Uh, Passionhood is amazing, and I can't wait to see the great things she does. And we're going to highlight some summer programming and really, really share some things that we're doing with students and staff really across the district. So thanks for having us on today. And I have um, with me Chelsea Ziebler. She's a first-year principal in District 186, but has experience in other districts. And then we also have Lance Thurman, who's our director of secondary programs and school leadership. So we're we're so excited to have you here um, and talk about some of our programming. Now, Chelsea, you chose District 186 when you got out of college first time around. Yep, then sure you did. went back and got some schooling and went and was a principal, but uh, came back to District 186. So what is it about District 186 that keeps bringing you back? Well, I think it's just my the way I started in the district. I uh, came to Landfair High School when I was 23 and did not have a degree in education. Came with a degree in hospitality management and culinary arts, and the district took a chance on me. 
and I took a chance. I uh, was a little hesitant, but fell in love with the kids right away and ended up spending 10 years teaching culinary arts at Lee and Fear and decided to start my journey in leadership. So went to another district to try it out and loved it, but just felt like the district was always my home. So I just wanted to come back home and I've just always felt supported and just have a great love for our students and felt like I needed to serve our students. And Jefferson Middle School needed you, right time, perfect, perfect place, had an opening and you've done some great things over there. I know we have a big night tonight. What's going on at Jefferson this evening? Yeah, tonight we welcome our incoming sixth graders for our preview night from six to seven. We're excited to meet them and welcome their families. And uh, we have a new addition, as you know, so we're excited to showcase that tonight too. Yes, Brain spanking new section off the back of the building, um, elevator, extension on the cafeteria, uh, some new new learning spaces for students, and just bringing in a lot of bright and, and open sunlight. You got yes. some remodel on restrooms and things like that that yeah. always brighten a building as well. So yes. it has been a great time to see that in action. And we have some outdoor dining, mm-hmm. all those things yep. in the new addition. So you're right. That is pretty awesome. So, Lance, what about preview night tonight? It's across all middle schools. So, yes, we okay. have preview night for incoming sixth graders tonight, all middle schools, and 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock is the typical time. Please come out, uh, see what we have to offer. There are many new exciting programs at our middle schools, and we're excited to meet students and really begin that transition into belonging at each of our middle schools. So what do you do for sixth graders that are coming in? That's a big transition. Yes. And I know that uh, parents get a little nervous about it. Students are nervous. So what do you do tonight? And then I know you do some things in the summer as well to welcome our new sixth graders in to really make them feel like they have a sense of belonging. Yeah. One of the things that we're doing right now at Jefferson is uh, PDG, positive door greetings. So we meet our students at the door when they come in every day with positive um, just handshakes, high fives, hugs, whatever it may be. So we're going to do that tonight, too, for our new families when they come in and just make sure that they feel welcomed and um, let them have a tour of the building, obviously show off our, our new spaces, let them meet their teachers, hear about the clubs, sports, all of those fun things. Um, and then later, um, probably in early June, we'll have a time where they can come in and test out their lockers because that's one of the things they really struggle with that first week. And we don't want them to come in nervous about that and worrying about being late and all those things. So we let them come in and decorate their locker and, you know, practice their combination and do all those things. So we'll do that. And then we'll also let them come in again, um, before school starts and we'll have our web leaders come in and give them a tour and let them meet more teachers go over our expectations so we're hoping with all those things they feel comfortable coming in and now your web leaders are eighth grade students that you're teaching some leadership skills in and web stands for where everybody belongs and we have that across our middle schools and um, we've seen some great great turnout from that leadership and Mm -hmm. kind of helping and mentoring the younger kids so that's good tonight too so I know you've walked this at Lamphere, and now you're walking it at Jefferson, and that's our Advancement via Individual Determination Program, or we call it AVID. And it's not something that we do or a class that you take only. It can be a class that you take for support, but it's also a way of being and a systems uh, approach that we have in our district to making sure that all students have those skills and strategies that they need to be successful to go on to college and or career mm-hmm. uh, when they leave us at the end of high school. And I know you are dedicated to a career pathway with hospitality and culinary arts and 
your good EIU Panthers. So, right. uh, you know, EIU. Panthers are the best, you know, it's just the way it goes. That's right. So, yeah. So I just wanted to see what are your thoughts on AVID and the things that we're doing for college and career in the district and just your views um, from kind of working in both settings? Yeah, I'm a big fan of AVID. I had the opportunity whenever I was a teacher at Landfair to um, teach AVID and do some things with summer school AVID as well. And one of the biggest things that we've done this year at Jefferson is we have really gone all in on the binders. So all of our students carry a binder with them every day as an organization tool. And um, we celebrate them for carrying it and having it organized. In fact, this Friday, we're going to be rewarding any students that have it nice and organized, that have an assignment within each tab. And it's just a life skill that we all need as organization. So um, our students and our families have really gotten on board with that strategy, which obviously is an avid strategy. So I, I just firmly believe that in any college or career path, you need organization and all the tools that AVID provides. So we are pushing those strategies. And I think um, kids all have devices now, whether it be an iPad or a Chromebook, and we provide those. But I think you have to have the skill of organizing before you can organize on the computer. Yep. You have to be able to do one uh, to get ready to do the other and, and just make sure you have agreements on the things that you're, you're organizing and needing for your classes that's an expectation that you can take all the way through through any career. Absolutely. And they have a planner in there that they write their daily tasks as well, which, mm. you know, all of us still use those tools. So yeah. it's important. Then you can trans over, transition over to technology if you right. like. But for right now, it's like teaching teaching those skills and strategies for sure. Um, one of the things that, that we're trying to work on in our district are career pathways. And so, Lance, I know you talk a lot about the seven industry pathways that are out there. And we're going to have some great um, kind of initiation into some that we're offering um, in the district today. But can you talk about just what are those seven pathways? We have um, seven pathways that Illinois recognizes for industry credentials. We're looking at ag and natural resources is one, arts and communication, finance and business. We also have health and, and technology services. We have information technology services human and public services, and I think I'm missing one in our grouping. But they're really a distillation from the 16 federal career clusters. Uh, The last one also is manufacturing Mm -hmm. technology. Thank you. And so we definitely have partnerships in the community and with some of also our other educational partners and post-secondary institutions. And so it's really an opportune time for the district to be in these relationships, and it's very exciting as we look at articulating all the processes through coursework that supports a career, career opportunities, and engagement that supports a career, and then the district's full vision of students being fully engaged, basically, in that process the last two years of high school. Then when they walk across the stage for graduation, if they're career-oriented, they can walk right into a job. Yeah, and that's it's not just us. I know we have a great partnership with the CACC. Um, they can't take all students, so it's important that we build these within our schools and have gateways to their programming for students that it works for. And I know that they do great things out there. So how is it? How do, how do we work our partnership with them? I think a lot of people think it's separate, but we're really in partnership, uh, not only with the CACC but the other county schools and delivering those programs out there. Absolutely. We're a part of their executive board. Uh, District board member Sarah Blissett is a part of that. And then also I serve on the executive council for CACC. But for example, all of our activities, we support each other directly. We have done the work podcasts out there with Rob Farrell. 
We've also done uh, career nights where he will come out. He's got some virtual technology he brings. We also send a number of students in to their eighth grade career fairs and also high school career fairs. They are closely aligned and work almost daily with all of our high school assistant principals with our students. And we continue to explore programming and also explore access for students and ways to improve that together. So they're a great team, definitely big supporters of 186, and definitely have an open mind to innovation and the best ways that we can create opportunities for our students. We're very excited to partner with them. Couldn't be more excited about our partnerships with our our uh, local organizations and our colleges. So Lincoln Land and UIS are right there with us as well. Chelsea, what's the one thing that uh, you think you needed as a new principal coming into our district that, that we were able to provide to you? I think just the support that I got from Cabinet in all areas mm-hmm. has just been great for me as a leader. If I have questions, I, I don't hesitate to pick up the phone and call, and I know that everybody's there for me um, to support me and, and be a cheerleader for me. So that's that's just been so great. Dr. Thurman, I know you go over and visit her quite often, and we have a, a set of people that we know serve all of our principals and I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to do that. But what are what are some of those meetings like? Can you give us a little brief brief overview of sure. what you do when um, you go in to see the principals? The, the, we always get into classrooms, which is wonderful. What's mm-hmm. been great about Mrs. Ziebler's process is we are intentional at what we're looking at. In the hallways, in the classrooms, a bell ringer has been a big part of the activity this first semester. Also, we're continuing to focus on the binders, as she mentioned. But we get in, we meet and talk with students and teachers. We try to celebrate as much as possible. We also problem-solve issues that may come up. Uh, we, we even brainstorm. We have, this, uh, we have this situation, and how do we finish things up and make a difference for kids? Yeah, That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Chelsea, I can't say enough about what you're doing over at Jefferson and the kids. Uh, they're excited to see you in the hallway. Uh, that student advocacy piece you talked about, that's so important, and I really appreciate the way you've, you know, just kind of, you know, done a takeover, and, and I'm so happy you're back in District 186. Thanks for being here this morning. Happy to be here. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Jennifer Gill, she'll continue, District 186 school superintendent, with uh, her guest she has for this morning, for us this morning on AM Springfield. It's about uh, four before the hour. ABC News coming up at the top of the hour. Then we'll be back with more guests with Jennifer Gill. I'm Carter Hendren of Springfield. I highly recommend Knob Hill Landscape Company. Working with Knob Hill was one of the greatest experiences I have had with a contractor. We had a pool, landscape, and a fence put in. It's absolutely beautiful. Their crews were reliable, trustworthy, polite, and really hardworking. I was really impressed with the communications throughout the process. Thank you, Knob Hill, for a great job. Knob Hill Landscape Company, a visionary approach to outdoor design. Rising costs has affected everyone's budget in one way or another. That's why the team at the Landmark Auto Group have put their heads together to find a way to help our great central Illinois community save money. These careful thoughts sparked Landmark for a Lifetime. This is lifetime powertrain coverage on pre-owned and new vehicles at any Landmark store. That's coverage for as long as you keep your vehicle and at no cost to you. Landmark for a lifetime. Peace of mind when you need it most. 
carpet flooring? Looking for lowest price, large inventory? Well, how about Calhoun's Outlet on Dirksen Parkway? The name says it all. Calhoun's been around forever. Shop for flooring in a fun, laid-back environment. And that's what all I'm about, folks. Fun and laid-back. Lowest prices, large inventory. Calhoun's is your flooring team. TeamCalhoun's.com. Calhoun's Outlet on Dirksen, where they say high prices are dumb. Check them out. Calhoun's Outlet on Dirksen Parkway. Let me know if this sounds familiar. You've got a big rivalry game coming up. You want to get some spirit wear made, but every place you call tells you it's going to take two weeks. Not a renowned apparel. They're your local home team fan store. Their lightning-fast printing process can handle those I-really-need-this-soon type orders. And Renown Apparel doesn't source out their work. They do it all right here in Springfield. Renown Apparel, upper-level White Oaks Mall, directly above the finish line. Your local home team fan store. Just got engaged? I now pronounce you husband and wife. Wait, there's so much to do in between the proposal and the I do's. Let the inn at 835 and Cons Catering take care of the reception. Offering a beautiful banquet space, seating up to 300, with tables, chairs, linens, table decor, and more taken care of. With catering from award-winning Cons Catering. All you do is enjoy the moment. The inn at 835 and Cons Catering. Timelessly elegant, uniquely remarkable. Attention, Lazy Boy Furniture Gallery's huge liquidation sale is going on now. Save up to 75% on clearance furniture. Everything must go. You'll save up to 75% on recliners, sectionals, sofas, mattresses, and more. It's the huge furniture liquidation sale at Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries, where you'll save up to 75% on all clearance furniture. Free local delivery. Save now at Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries on West Wabash in Springfield. Casa Real has moved Casas. Come and see the all-new Casa Real in Legacy Point, just south of Shields. Casa Real still has your same authentic Mexican favorites, including ice-cold Mexican beers, plus some amazing new menu items. You're going to love the open concept of the new Casa Real, the beautiful bar, and, of course, all the big screens for all the sports you can handle. The new Casa Real in Legacy Point, just south of Shields. Casa Real has moved Casas, but their Casa is still your Casa. Need to upgrade what you're driving? Jim Examus in Lincoln can help. How about a 2020 Ford Escape S for just $29.86? Or step up to the SE model. Same year for $21,986. Quoted prices plus taxes and fees. Ford Escapes, Echo Sports, Edges, and Explorers at Jim Examus. Find us online at jimexamus.com. From the Green Audi Studio, this is AM Springfield. ABC News is next, followed by your local news, weather, and sports. This is Sports Radio 92. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.